When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm about to be that guy, and I hate being that guy, but I'm going to be that guy because I just can't believe where we are. I'm going to be the guy that says, do you know that the month of August ends a week from today? I feel like anytime anyone says, I hate to be that guy, they don't really hate to be that guy. Much like people say, no offense, but, but I'm about to But I'm about, but to, I'm offend about you. to offend you. I'm about to say something offensive. I I don't want to be that guy because because time passes and we all know it. And then what comes after July is August, and what comes after August, September. And it just, and it's been that way my entire life, and it's not gonna change. September and October, I will say, are becoming my favorite months. It used to be the summer months, I think, when I was in let's school. Let's not talk about the future. Let's dwell on the past. Okay, let's dwell on the past. All right, here we go. Does it feel like this year bizarrely flew by? Is his time just become like a Christmas time fruit salad, just kind of a gelatinous gloop of stuff? What? Is that makes since, that makes no sense. Since March of last year, has the movement of time just become odd? Like, can you believe we are entering the last week of August? That's what I I hate to be the no, guy who but says I, stuff like that. But I feel like we say that with every month. Oh my gosh, July is almost over. Oh my gosh, it's almost summer. But that, but so you, it doesn't feel different to you with all the chaos going on. Like, doesn't it? For me, I, I'm like, how did it get to be? How are we staring down September? Like we were all so excited to start 2020 yeah. and then 2020 happened. Then we're like, okay, we're going to start 2021. Then 2021's happening and there's some bumps in the road and it's, and it's definitely chaotic, right? But we're mm -hmm. in a different place now than we were a year ago. But we're coming up on September and I hate to be that guy, but how did that happen? I feel like it was just March. Don't you? Yeah, I do. But I'm excited because September and October are like my favorite months. And if you were a contestant on the drinking game, that is how many times Jeff can say, I hate to be that guy, but congratulations, you are drunk. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am excited. I am excited. What? You're excited? How did You're I... excited to be grateful for. Yeah, how did I? I've only said that 500 times. How did I screw that up? 600. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the technology that allows me to have tonight's made to podcast course, like, Yay. and beam it directly into people's living rooms and offices and iPhones and wherever. It's just really neat that we can do that. I wish that I had taken off work tomorrow so I could stay up late tonight and watch your course, but I feel like you wouldn't like that. 
Why wouldn't I like it? I feel like you would be like, yeah, no, 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 no. It's like you, like you don't like working with me sitting in the room. Yeah, that's like true. Jeff doesn't like me sitting in his office scrolling through my phone while he's trying to work because it weirds him out. It weirds me out because my back is to you. I don't like my back to people. So you wouldn't think it was weird if I was just sitting on the couch while you were doing your your course? No, because I'd be facing you. Oh. Okay. That would be totally different. Well, I kind of wish I had taken off work tomorrow so I could stay up for your course and and take it in real time with everybody else. Um, so you, if you are listening to this and taking it, will have to tell me how it goes because, you know, eventually I'll see it. It just won't won't be live. Um, my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that Lily is so soft. This dog is like, like softer than most teddy bears. She's a teddy bear, and wouldn't it be great – if we could just allow our baby Ellie to just snuggle with her all the time, but that's not possible because she sheds this year in particular, like nothing I have ever seen. Well, that's not really totally fair. Lily. So we have two dogs, Lily and Sadie. Lily goes through two, what I would call major sheds a year. I feel like the and second one, the one that's happening right now has been going on since, since June. I don't think so. I I think it's been like two weeks. It just feels like it's been months because we vacuum every day like crazy people. And then the next day it's like Groundhog Day. And, and then it's like, did I vacuum yesterday? And you're like, yeah, I did. It doesn't look like I did, but I did. And because time is a gelatinous fruit salad. Apparently. That's also why it feels it long to me. I have one thing to say that we were, you know, before you get started, Jeff, and that is now that people are getting back into routines and you've got stuff going on with school, maybe you're a teacher and you're back in, maybe you're a parent and you're getting back in the habit of like a morning routine or whatnot, listen to our show. And I would invite you and ask you to send our show to one person that you know that's also starting their routine so they can make us a habit um, and we can become a part of your routine. Because I would guess that most of you are listening because at some point your routine was to get in the car and turn on your radio and listen to Jeff on whatever show that he was on. Do that if, with a podcast. Right. If you're listening in Atlanta or one of the cities that we were affiliated with when yes. I was on the Bird Show. So – that is my request. Like tell a friend and get us back into that morning routine as you start trying to build a new morning routine, whatever that looks like. Um, or if you're working from home, you know, we have friends that listen to us while they're getting ready for their day and we would love to be a part of your day. It doesn't matter if it's in the morning. I just thought the morning was an easy segue because, you know, you I, used to listen to Jeff on the radio. I, I almost don't want to say this because if it's so successful, if it's completely successful, it'll it'll almost become overwhelming and impossible. But if you wanted to call us and say something, like if you have a friend who is like going back to school to teach, right? Like as a teacher starting their school year or celebrating a birthday or celebrating an occasion who just needs some good words or kind words, you know, it's a great way to trick them into listening to this show is to call us and leave us a voicemail. And say, hi, this is Beth, and I'm listening in Cleveland, Ohio, and my sister Megan listens in San Diego, and she's going back to school, and she's a teacher, and she's the best teacher. I just want to say hi to her. And then you say hi to her, and then we include that in the show, and then they'll listen. People will always listen to hear their own voice. 
their own voice or hear a shout out? Or hear out? their own name. Like hear yeah. a shout out from somebody else. I was about to say, I feel like everyone hates their own voice. Yeah, no, just uh, but they they but they like hearing themselves acknowledged from somebody else. Yes. So if you want to do that, 800 434 5454 And um, I'll try to put those on like in first come, first served. So yeah. And if you're like, how do I send the podcast to anyone? You can go to list, send them this link, listen to Callieandjeff.com, and that will, when they click on it, open in whatever app is appropriate for their phone. Yep. So that does all of the hard work. You don't have to explain to them how to listen. All they have to know how to do is click on a link. I wrote an email to the people who I had a, a last minute spot open up in the podcasting course. Mm -hmm. And I wrote an email to the people who are on the wait list and said, Hey, we have one last spot. If anyone wants it, if you've been on the fence and you're looking for a sign, yeah, this is your sign. Yes. It has just opened up two people, actually two best friends who were doing a podcast together. Each bought the course for the other. Aww. But they're doing the same. They've been talking forever about doing a podcast. I love that. They bought it for it. So obviously I, you know, uh, was able to, to, to give them the money back to one of them and then they each paid half, but it was a gift to each other. So it was neat. I like, but that. so the spot opened up and I sent an email and I, and I just wrote, and sometimes the words just flow out of my fingertips onto the keyboard. And I said, if you're looking for a sign and this isn't just about podcasting, this is about anything. If you're looking for a sign, first of all, when that sign shows up, don't ignore it. Jeff Dollar is the sign. Yeah. Don't ignore it. If you're here, if you've been on the fence about something and you are hearing me say this right now, this is your sign to move forward with that. Whether it's a fitness routine or a podcast or a writing a, a, a book or, or looking a for a job, new job, whatever or, it is, yeah. th this is your sign. And here's what I will tell you. If you, and this is, I used this story in my email to pe people who might be on the fence about signing up for the podcasting course. I said, look, you could go into your garage every day when you're a kid and look at your bike sitting there leaning against the wall. If you don't know how to ride a bike, right? You could look at it. You could go look up on the internet how to ride a bike. You could have people tell you what it's like to ride a bike. And you could lie on, on, on the grass and close your eyes and imagine you riding that bike. But until you don't, you're not going to learn how to ride a bike until you actually get on it and have somebody hold the seat and run next to you and, and you start pedaling. And there's a lot going on. Like you got to balance, you got to steer, you got to pedal, you got to watch out for a dog chasing you or the curb or whatever, you get all this stuff that you got to do and you got to remember. But once you do it the first time and you just ride like 20 yards under your own power, like pedaling and steering and whatever, then you have the momentum and the confidence to do it again that you would never have, no matter how much you thought about it. Am I right? Yeah. I think it's, did, was there an end to that sentence or can I say what I want to say? Well, no, I was asking, like, do, am I making sense? Because you were looking no, at me. No, like I think I was you're like, totally making sometimes sense. Sometimes I do analogies that are just, that make zero sense at like all. Like the gelatinous, but I, I still don't understand that one. Um, time feels like. Jeff, nasty. That noise is disgusting. But that's um, what time feels like. 
<laughs> you know what that just reminded me of? What's the TV show with the slug? Is that SpongeBob that has a slug that just like, <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. Anyway. Um, I, I tangent, but here yeah. we go. <laughs> Back to riding a bike. What I was going to say is I feel like as adults, we are more and more guilty of this. And I know it's me. And you've heard me say this in our better help spots, but you get to a certain point in your life, I think, where you stop saying, yes, I want to do this. And you start saying in your head, well, really, what can I learn from that? That why that I do I need know. to do like, that? It's not going to make that much of a difference in my life. There are people who go their entire lives without riding a bike. You know what I mean? Like it, you start to kind of like, yeah, unrationalize, not unrationalize. Like you talk yourself out of doing stuff that you've been thinking about or dreaming about because you, you categorize, you do one of two things. You either categorize it as unnecessary, like frivolous. Like I'm already, I'm already short on cash. I'm already short on time. I'm already whatever. So I'm not going to do it. That's number one. Or, and I'm guilty of this part of it, or I'm, why, why do it? Why, why would I do that? Cause I'm, I'm not going to be good at it. Mm -hmm. Well, nobody's good at anything the day they start. Right. Whatever it is. I think you just said this on the show not too long ago. The day you be- Every expert had a first day. Everybody's been a beginner. So the first time you got on a bike, you were all wobbly and all that stuff. And you, at, at the end of that first ride, you definitely bit it. Like nobody has a clean stop. Like you definitely ate gravel at the end of that first little 20 yard ride, right? Cause mm-hmm. you don't know how to stop. But then you got up and you did it again. And for some reason, when you get older and it isn't a, and more- Jaded. Uh, Jaded, I guess, and, and you you get more aware of the of the possibility that something could go wrong, that you don't even entertain the thought of what could go right. Mm-hmm. So, just using a podcast as an example, because that that's so top of mind for me. But like, I got emails from people saying, "I really want to take the course. I really want to invest in myself. I really want to get this message out to the world." But at the end of the day, is anyone really going to listen? Like they dismiss it before they even start. No one will listen if you don't make it your show. Nobody's going to ride that bike unless you get on and try yourself. So what? And I, Jeff will listen to your show, so you'll have one listener. One, yeah. So, <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe like your best friend or a parent. Um, but I just, I don't know. When I wrote that, I just thought, why? As you said, there's like some scale that as you get older, your willingness to participate in stuff just for the, hey, let's see what happens, mm-hmm. diminishes. And I think we should all try to embrace that. True or false, every person has a new series, what I will call a new series episode. I don't know. What do you call that? Like a trial period? Yes. Like how long, when you hear about like a new series that everyone is talking about, how many episodes do you give it before you make a decision whether or not you move forward? And there are two kinds of people, I feel like. There are people who will give it a minute and there are people that are like one and done. If you don't impress me by the first episode, I'm out. I would say it's not even an individual person by person thing. It's a household thing. Like I bet there's a household rule because our rule 
is up until this Our past dollar weekend. house rule. The dollar household rule is three episodes. Yes. So if somebody recommends a show to us, if we if something catches our eye, that's a series, we will give it three episodes before we decide to bail on that series. Have we ever bailed on a series before? I'm sure we have, but those aren't memorable. Those are gone. That's true. But like the last series that we watched, we're so late to the game on Schitt's Creek, but we watched that. First couple episodes, I think we are like, huh. By the end of the third episode, we Hooked. we watched the whole thing in three weeks. We Hooked. just couldn't turn it off. We loved it. So we have this rule. We're like, okay, three episodes before you decide how you feel about it. Now, we have started watching, because we finished It's Creek last week, we started watching White Lotus, which everyone is talking right now, talking about right now. It's like all buzzy. Watch White Lotus. Oh my God, it's amazing. We're two episodes in, and I... Both of us are feeling a little like about it. I want to continue on and at least get to the third episode because I'm like, okay, because I feel, she's because she's a rule follower and that's the rule. Three episodes. Well, yeah, and we have a rule for a reason. Had we not watched the third episode of Shit's Creek, we would have never finished Shit's Creek. But there's a difference. White Lotus is one series. And it's only six episodes long. So my fear is that if we get through three episodes of White Lotus, then we're going to be halfway there and we're just going to say, oh, let's just keep watching it. And I think I am, and maybe maybe there's people who can relate to this or sympathize to this, but I get disproportionately upset with myself when I waste time on bad programming. So would it bother you if I watched the rest of the series and you bowed out now? I mean, if you want to waste your life that way, I mean, if there's nothing you else, you really have no desire to watch one more episode. I not only didn't care for the first two episodes, I was actually mad at people who recommended it. to Didn't me. my parents recommend it to us? They told us to watch The Americans, which was awesome. Home run. They told us to watch Schitt's Creek. Home run. So they know what we like. And I feel like they said, watch White Lotus, didn't they? Yeah, I, it wasn't met with the same. Because remember, The Americans almost became a joke. Because they were every week, they were like, have you started watching it yet? They were almost mad at us. Like, yeah. why, why aren't you watching it? And then we did, and I could understand. Because it yeah. was so good. Um this one, I think they said, yeah, it's really good. Like the music's really good and blah, blah, blah. But two episodes in, I feel like I've already wasted two episodes. Like I was 30 minutes into episode two. I'm like, I could be asleep right now. I could be having dreams better than this. Hmm. So I don't want, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to change my, my thing. I don't think you should watch the rest of it. Because then if it turns out to be really, really good, I'm going to feel sad that I didn't watch the the rest of it. So I think we, I think you have to sacrifice that for me. Okay. Here's what I need to know. If you're listening to the show right now, if you watched the first episode or two of white Lotus and you were kind of like, I don't really get the show. What's the deal, whatever. And you finished it and you loved it. Tell us that or if you went through all six because it was the trendy thing to do it was the cool hip thing and you got to the end of it and it, you realized you wasted six hours of your life that heads up would be appreciated as well we need to know 800-434-5454 on the subject of need to know i was running errands yesterday morning 
got stuck behind a carpool line, a bunch of people dropping their kids off at school, right? Mm -hmm. I, over the years, have collected in my brain what I think are absolute rules for carpool lines. And I don't know if these are true or false, because here's what started it. I said in my head, okay, if my kid went to this school, rather than sit in this crap line, I would just pull down this side street right here and then let my kid jump out and walk the block to school and enter the school like a walker. And I think somebody once told me that that will get you like kicked out of school and the parent oh, really? and the parent arrested and the and the and the child gets gets you know shipped off to a different state to live with a cousin that they've never met. Mm-hmm. Like that's very bad. Is that true or false? Do you know? I have never ever heard of that before. I heard another rule that as a parent, you're not allowed to touch your cell phone in the line. Like you- Oh, now that I've heard because I have friends that secretly like put their phone down below the dashboard below the dashboard and they're like i'm instagram story but you're not supposed to do this what's the so you don't accidentally run over a kid or so the line keeps moving i would say both but and then what was the other one something about if you don't have your kid like unbuckled jacket on by the time you get to the door you also get in trouble or something really yeah and so i'm wondering if these are just if these are things that have just been built up by the time they got to people without kids or if these are legit. I I feel like I have gotten like nuggets. Like you feel like carpool line is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I have only been in a carpool line as a student. Did, you probably were not in a Never. carpool line, right? Because you no. rode the bus or you walked? I walked through elementary school and then I was a bus kid. Yeah. So. No carpool line for you. Rothy's has now launched men's shoes. These are designed with such detail and nearly zero waste. They're durable, washable, better for the planet, and beautiful. They do a ton of testing during research and development. It's going to be a perfect fit wash after wash. Yeah, you heard me right. You can wash these shoes. Now, most people don't regularly wash their shoes. I wouldn't even have thought about it. But Callie started wearing Rothy's a couple years ago, and that changed the game. She washes her shoes regularly. The average pair of Rothy's has walked about 1,000 miles. So think of that like walking from San Francisco to Denver and being comfortable with every single step. If you want shoes that can keep up with your busy life and look great, Rothy's is the answer now for men's. If you go online, you can see that Rothy's has tons of positive reviews. If you want to contribute to that, they'd love to have you. But you got to get a pair of Rothy's on your feet first. Keep it fresh this summer with washable shoes for men and women and bags. Also from Rothy's. Go to rothys.com slash upside and find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. 
BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Life is stressful for all of us in one way or another, and therapy is incredibly helpful, not only for when you're feeling super down in the dumps, but also on a regular basis as someone who you can unload some of the day-to-day stress with. I have been going to therapy for 15 years and it's been incredible for me. It has helped me through some of the darkest times in my life, but it also helps me manage stress on a regular basis. And I've gotten such an incredible sense of clarity about my life and my feelings since I started talking them through with a professional. BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside. It's so important, especially in these times when people are spending more time in their house than maybe years past, for your home to be super comfortable and reflect you. Joybird offers modern, customizable furniture for every space available in so many different, durable, vibrant fabric options. We're talking over 18,000 customization options on the website. Buying furniture online has never been easier. It's never been more fun. Whether you're getting leathers or velvets, you're going to find the fabric, you're going to find the texture that is right for you. You can even order a free fabric swatch kit so you can feel the fabrics before you buy from Joybird. And they've got design specialists standing by to make your vision a reality. Now, if you don't want to be burdened with all that customization, no problem. They've got curated collections so you can find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. You can go to joybird.com slash upside today and get 30% off your first purchase. Do it confidently because if it's not everything you hope for, you can send it back. Once again, that's joybird.com slash upside. Get 30% off your purchase and you're going to help conserve and restore Earth's most precious natural resources with their partnership with One Tree Planted. 30% off at joybird.com slash upside. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, Number one, the University of Michigan says that eating a hot dog will shorten your life by up to 36 minutes. I believe it. This is why I don't eat hot dogs anymore. On the other hand, eating a serving of cashews will extend your life by 26 minutes. So someone needs to just come up with like a fancy cashew, something that you put on top of a hot dog and then clears it all out, evens it out. I have a campaign for this, a healthy person campaign. Okay. Idea, right? Uh, Put down your wiener and grab your nuts. (laughs) You'll live longer. (laughs) There's an eighth grade boy. Laughing very hard at this in the car with his parents right now. In the carpool line? Yeah. He's going to go to health. Hey, if you're in eighth grade and you're in health today, raise your hand and ask that question. If it would be a good campaign. But you get know your facts. Don't just blurt it out. You got to be able to back it up. So <laughs> hot dog, 36 minutes less of life. Cashews, 26 minutes more. Drop your wiener, grab your nuts. Live longer. <laughs> 
Do you have any idea how Airbnb got its name? No. Two San Francisco roommates back in 2007 saw that every hotel room in San Francisco was booked for conferences. So same weekend, ton of big conferences. So what they did is they charged 80 bucks for somebody to sleep on an airbed that was set up in the spare bedroom of their apartment. And they called it Air Bed and Breakfast. Hmm. And that eventually became shortened to Airbnb. Nice. And now they're gazillionaires. And now they don't have to have people on their floor to make <laughs> right $80 now, a night. Now their guests aren't sleeping on an air mattress. And finally, according to a University of California study, uh, kids, children, their personality at age six, that's your personality for life. So this study was decades in the making. Um, they took 144 elementary students and started studying them in the 1960s. They talked to the teachers, parents, other grownups around them, interviewed the kids themselves, and then they studied them 40 years later. And what they found was that the dominant personality traits observed by teachers when the kids were in first grade were always predictive of their middle age personality. That's funny. I bet you if I know Greg Riggs, he has my whatever reports from school from when I was that age. And I wonder if they're the same. Oh, did you get comments on your report card? Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And my dad has sent me a bunch of those. I have them, I have them in my like memory box. Didn't yours <laughs> basically say does not play well with others? That is definitely true. I mean, maybe it did, but I don't remember. Those, it's like doesn't participate in group projects. <laughs> those are my three random things. The milestones that Jeff and I celebrate with Ellie are totally different, which is cool because then we get to see, you know, more milestones together. So like I was touched when she started giving hugs and grabbing onto my shirt, like so cute and sweet and just made me cry. Jeff was getting teary yesterday or this weekend, I guess, because we had to adjust Ellie's crib and make it lower. And he was so emotional about it. I was very sad because it means she's growing up. And what really made me sad about it is the crib that we have uh, has four adjustment things on it, right? Like four. And I've the instructions are gone. Yeah. So I don't know if I did it wrong or not, but there's four different heights. Okay. And so I lowered it from the highest it could be one notch lower. And by the way, if you don't have kids and you don't know what we're talking about, because I had no idea until I assembled this crib, you have to lower the mattress as the kid gets bigger and taller because it, when it's when the kid's just a baby, it's up high. So it's easy for us to lift her in and out. But then eventually she'll get strong enough and big enough that she could fling herself over the railing. Yeah. And so Ellie you, started standing up in her yeah. crib this week. So, or last week. So I lowered it from like top number one down to number two. And then when I was finished, I put her in there and I realized that I'm probably a month away from going to, to number three. I probably should have lowered it two notches. You know what else made me kind of sad is I looked up, I threw a Google because I was like, I wonder when babies become toddlers. Like, what's the official age for that? Because Ellie's about to be 10 months old. And uh, I looked it up and it said that toddlers start at one year old. 
So we are about to have a toddler. So weird. Like I, what? Yeah. What? Now on the other hand, those things are like sad because, because they do grow up so fast. She is growing up so fast. But on the other hand, like it's so neat to see her progress every day and like do new things. Like something. The weird thing is, is like, we're not teaching her to pull herself up and stand. Like that's the craziest part. Like it's like her little instinct. And we just turned around one day and she had gone from being a baby that crawls to being a baby that's on her knees, raising her hands up, trying to grab onto things like human beings are amazing. And it's incredible to watch this stuff. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but just the other day I made her a little piece of bread with peanut butter on it and I folded it so it looked like a sandwich and she was just holding it in her hand and it she looked like she was seven because she was holding a proper sandwich, just taking a bite out of it. And it's just so weird, again, to bring everything full circle. Time just feels like it's a fruit salad and we're just glooping through it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. You know what I noticed about the beekeeper, as in the our, guy from Uncle Smokey and the Beekeepers? Our neighbor, the beekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a great band name, by the way. I decided that this weekend that Uncle Smokey and the Beekeeper got to be a band. Maybe someday they'll open for Weaponized Hamster. Maybe. Um, I don't think that the beekeeper actually lives there. Well, where would he live? Why wouldn't he? I don't know. But his car is only there like once a week or whatever. The shades are always drawn. And I've never, other than when we saw him move in and him in a beekeeper suit, I have never seen him come in and out or the shades be open or the lights be on. But that, okay, the lights are weird. But I don't think you can judge it by the car because there's a whole parking deck. So he might only park near the back door. When he's beekeeping? When he, well, or when he's like unloading groceries or something. Hmm. What if the, what if um, the whole apartment is just bees? Like what if the bees the aren't outside? Not bees. What if the whole apartment is just filled with tens of thousands of bees? I'm just fascinated by someone that would have a part-time apartment. Like that's just so random to me. Well, where else are you gonna raise your bees? Uh, I don't know, out in the country. Hi, Callie and Jeff. Um, Jeff, I'm really calling for you. Um, I know I was listening to you talking about being nervous about teaching um, on video and like what to do with yourself. Just um, take it from someone who's been working from home for like two years. Seriously, nobody gives a crap about what happens in the background. I've seen like cats walk across computers. I've seen babies. I've you've heard the craziest stuff, and everyone is so numb to it. So. Life is life, and everyone accepts it. So let it be, and just teach and have fun, and you know, let things happen, and just joke about it. So 
Uh, hope that helps. Okay. Bye. You have to hire someone with the exact skills you need to help your business, but hiring can be so overwhelming. And I am speaking from personal experience here. How do you know who's really best for the role? Save time and scream for quality candidates with the skills you need with Indeed assessments. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. With Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skills tests to help make sure you're finding applications from people with the skills that you need. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash the upside. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash the upside. Indeed.com slash the upside. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. This is Matt in Chattanooga. Uh, I was in the store and I was looking at a Carhartt shirt and I get home, look at Facebook and there's an ad from that same store, same color shirt, same size of uh, shirt I was looking at. Then another time I was talking to my sister-in-law, we was talking about KitchenAid mixers. And I get home, there's a Facebook ad for KitchenAid mixers. They're, they're totally watching you every move. So you can turn off the privacy on all that stuff, but it's, they still get through somehow. So all right. Yeah, have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. Okay, two under two is actually pretty awesome because my year and a half, uh, my, my little boy's a year and a half, and he is just like the freaking cutest age in the entire world. He's so cute. I'm sorry, my, my little one is, she really wants to get out of her car seat. We've been in the car for too long here. The toddler is like adorable with the baby, the toddler, like, they can understand little things. So it's like, oh, go grab that towel for mommy. Like that's what I call a little burp flop. And he'll go and get it and bring it to me. He'll grab the binky and give it to the baby. Like it's, it's adorable. Two under two is so fun. Um, they're going to be best friends and I just do it. Hey guys, this is Rachel calling. I am calling in reference to the comment about our phones are listening to us. And yes, 100% they are. The only way that you won't have your phone listening to you is if you turn the mic off, which means that you can't make phone calls, you can't record things, um, whatever. So yeah, you could do that, but you'd have to turn the mic back on when you are making a phone call. And then I think, I'm not sure if it's, if it's taking information from phone calls also for those searches. But um, I think what Jeff was saying was that he started getting the ads even before you released the the um, podcast episode. So it was a phone listening, not necessarily that your friend had sent information. But 
of course, we know when we search for things and we start getting ads too. But yeah, if you're talking, even just in regular conversation, I remember one time trying to tell somebody about how many counties there were in Georgia. And I went to Google it and I just typed in how many and it finished the sentence, counties in Georgia. So they're listening all the time. Careful what you say. Talk to you all later. Bye. If you do a kind act for someone, your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed and stay upsidey.